Welcome back to the latest episode of the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast. This is Christine. How's everybody doing today? It is Saturday, September 5th, 2020. How you holding up? How are you doing? Where are you at mentally? It's been a long nine months of 2020. Feels like it's been two years already. Well, it's been a few weeks since my last episode. I turned 41. Yay! I'm officially over 40 now, not just 40, 40, 41. That takes some getting used to saying. Someone asked me how old I was today, and I said 40, and I had to catch myself. I'm 41. Has a little extra spice onto it. Since turning 41, I have made some changes. Some good, some remain to be seen, if they're good or not. I'm not going to expound on all of them because I don't want to put it out there in the universe just yet. But I'm hoping it's going to work for the good of me. The last time... The last episode, I kind of had a breakdown, deservedly so. It was it was a lot of emotions just wrapped up in a a moment. I'm glad I got that off my chest. I didn't realize all of that was lying just beneath the surface. I think I'm in a better place now. One of the things that this podcast and just constantly reviewing and reflecting on my life, um, one of the things it teaches you, or one of the things it's taught me is there's a lot There's a lot to me on the inside that I don't necessarily express. And despite my emotional intelligence and self-awareness, that doesn't mean I vocalize everything. And I certainly don't vocalize it to everyone. I had um, a week before my birthday, or a few days before my birthday, the day before my birthday, Ooh, the day before my birthday, I got to spend some time with my best friend. And we just sat and talked. That's it. Just literally sat or stood and talked for hours. That was the best time I've had since the clock struck midnight on January 1st. sad but true but I felt like I was kind of talking her ear off even though it was both of us talking but uh, that was the most I was able to converse with someone like honestly and openly I could be myself 
and I hadn't been able to do that all year up until that point. And I felt like a weight was lifted. And I wish we could talk like that all the time, but, you know, life and family and kids and work and such. But just realizing how much I don't say. Like, I remember telling her, this is the most I've actually talked in months. Because at work, I put my earbuds in and I tune everything out and I do my work and, you know, if someone comes over and asks a question or they want to talk to me, that's about it. But prolonged conversations, it didn't happen. And then when George Floyd died and the protests turned into riots and looting and so on and so forth, and that Monday after it all went down and the first thing my all-white office, or the first thing the few people in the office talked about was like, why do they burn down their own communities? And as soon as she said that, and she looked at me when she said it, I completely shut down. Because I was like, mm, nope, y'all ain't getting me fired. So I hadn't expressed myself for a long time. And being able to converse with her helps a ton. But I don't do it enough. Hence the podcast. And I don't even do this enough. My my goal is to do an episode every week. But between work, insomnia, sleepliness, um, having quiet time to myself, it's hard to it's hard to squeeze out some time. Plus, sometimes I don't know what I want to talk about, and I always think I can do better or organize it better, and then I never actually organize it. I just hit the record button, and I just start talking. And tonight, I was going to do this earlier, but apparently the dude in my neighborhood has decided to give the whole neighborhood a concert from his car radio at midnight. And it's crappy music. It's not even good music, too. Like, bruh, don't nobody want to hear, like, this obscure hip-hop where it's the same beat repeated? Ugh. Ugh. Anywho. So, of the things that I've changed, or the things that I am planning on changing... I've been thinking about this, and it's really hard. Uh, if you if you've been a longtime listener, I had an episode early on called "Real G's Moving Silence," and everybody kind of quotes that or has that mantra. But with social media and how we've all kind of trained ourselves, it's really hard to literally move in silence. We kind of announce everything, or post about something or you know tell someone about whatever that you're doing so it's really genuinely hard not to move in silence or to move in silence 
without making a declaration of some sort. Even people who quit Facebook, myself included, you know, I'm done. Which I guess technically could be informative so people don't tag you and things and such. But you could just drop off to face the earth and disappear. And if your friends really want to contact you, they'll call you or text you or something. If you're not on Facebook. Or Twitter or whatever your social media vice is. Or all three. But. A while ago, a thought had popped into my brain. Like, what if I just disappear? Like, not on some creepy Twin Peaks kind of, but just like, you know, you just fall off the face of the earth. People in their heads go, what happened to, what happened to Chris? You know, have you talked to Chris? I haven't talked to Chris. And then I just like pop up. A few months later, and just boom. Part of me wants to do that. A very large part of me wants to do that. Like, I've really had the song Gone to November, the chorus, playing in my head on a loop. Now, I know that song means something different, but, like, part of me wants to just disappear. And just, like, hibernate. Or just not hibernate, but just... I don't know. I wish I had the money to just go away. I've spoken about it before. Like, uh, was it Rocky IV? When he, when he left and went to Russia to train? Like, that's all I want. I wish I knew someone with, like, a, a old cabin in the woods or something. Or... Or I could just go for a few months and just train. Just work out, read, write. Just work on me without distractions, without phone calls, without requests. Not, you know, can you pick me up from work? Can I borrow this? Can you give me money for this? Just me, a chance to work on me. And I know most people in this world don't actually get that. Rarely does anybody get that. Unless you're, you know, a pro athlete or something like that. Or, no, yeah, unless you're a pro athlete or something like that. Or a millionaire. But... I just really wish I could have the opportunity to just focus on bettering myself. Because I feel like uh, one of the few people at the office that I talked to, um, I told her if I don't use... It's hard to say out loud, but if I don't use these next four months, if I don't use this fall and winter to get my life right, because we were talking about like open enrollment and retirement funds and, you know, work sends out emails about stuff like that. And 
I was like, I'm not, I'm not worried about retirement. If I don't get my health and my body right, I mean, not that it's horrible, um, but if I don't get my body right now, I, I don't think I'm going to retire. In tw- I'm not going to be alive in 20 years to worry about retirement. And her face just kind of like dropped. Now she's older. Like she she could retire, or she's in retirement bracket. But I I wish I had the luxury of thinking about retirement. Um, I know since I'm 41, it's supposed to be the focus, I guess. But most of my adult life has been month to month, I guess, in a sense, you know. So it's hard to think long-term when you don't feel like long-term is a possibility. So with that, that's why I really want to... I got to find the wherewithal, the gumption to really sit and focus these next four months, five months, six months, to just truly improving myself without the pressures of everything else. And that's really hard to do. Just the thought of it sounds daunting, you know. With all 2020s I tried to throw at us, to have the thought that I have is ludicrous. It's crazy talk. But I really want to make it work. I bought a bullet journal. If you don't know what that is, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he created this like bullet journal system where basically it's a journal. Instead of lined pages, they're just um, bullet dotted lines and you can make grids or lists or any number of funky yet creative ways to organize information and to-do lists and calendars and such. This seems like a wonderful way to organize your life. I had heard about them 2018, 2017, somewhere in there. And I attempted to start it a few years ago. And I didn't get very far, obviously. I'm not very artistic. And if you ever look up bullet journals or like just on Pinterest and see some of the creative ways people have organized things, it is overwhelming, especially when you don't like I don't have that pretty girl handwriting and I write in all caps and it's all very uniform. and It's nice. when You have to take notes for a history lecture but it doesn't present pretty. So when you look at like other bullet journals to get inspiration, like I can't make these cute little pages and colorful little flowers and like, but I want mine to look like that, but I don't have it in me to make it look like that. So that's what stopped me before. But I got it the other day. It's orange, 
I wanted yellow, but it wasn't in stock on Amazon. My goal is to really kind of like break down what I need to work on. In my head, in theory, I think I know what those things are overall. But to really like put it on paper for just me to see, I think will help. Like books I want to read. I have, I don't, I still have books from college that are still in boxes in the basement. But I've bought books over the past few years that, you know, bestsellers and people on Twitter that I follow that I think are wonderful. I've bought their books just to support. And they're just collecting dust. For no reason other than I just I just don't sit and read. So I want to read all those books. Because most of the books I bought, they're personal memoirs or something self-helpy. And I never read them. So I wanted to make a list of all of those. And then just knock them off as I go. Try to read like a book a week or whew, a book every two weeks, you know, two bucks, two books a month, depending on the length of the book. I wanted to make a list of all my podcast episodes so I could organize these bad boys better so I can actually record them um, in a more uniform fashion and kind of break it down. I still wanted my one of my goals was to save up for a MacBook. I was hoping we were going to get that second stimulus check because that was going to be my MacBook purchase. And it wasn't even going to be a new one. It was going to be a used MacBook. Because the new one was like 1200 bucks once you start adding in Apple Care and tax. And I was like, ooh, okay. Let me find a used one on Amazon or a refurbished pre-owned one on at Best Buy or something for like $600 and then we can make it work. But no second stimulus check. But I, I still actually need a new computer. It just might not be a MacBook. So I need to do that. Um, but the new computer slash MacBook was going to coincide with making these episodes better. Because I wanted to get like a, I record these on my iPhone, my iPhone 10, or occasionally I record on my iPad so I can use my iPhone to look up stuff. And I just use my regular Soul Candy wireless headphones as a microphone, but I wanted to get a professional set microphone, headphone, um, audio mixer set bundle so I can actually like record these and I was gonna with the new computer um, if it was a MacBook I was gonna download or get um, ProLogic and teach myself how to do that or if I didn't get a MacBook find another program that I could download or buy and teach myself how to edit audio that was gonna be my fall project that is my fall project, fall winter project. So I was going to add that to the journal. 
the bullet journal. I gotta figure out how to pay for all this stuff. That's the other thing. But I really wanted to just kind of work through some of the things that I have that I've been slowly building. I just haven't put everything in place. Like my mom always says I have too many clothes. So you need to get rid of some of your clothes. And I'm like, I don't I, I don't feel like I have a ton of clothes until I do laundry. And I'm like, where did all these clothes come from? But it was the same stuff over and over again. But I want to get rid of a lot of that stuff. Just seeing the same t-shirts and stuff over and over again, I felt like, or I feel like, I don't feel like anything's changing. I know that sounds really weird. Like, we all have, like, old t-shirts from college or something like that. But I can't even fit the t-shirts I wore in college. Those are extra large. I'm in the 3X range. I still have them. But those aren't the ones I need to get rid of. It's the the stuff I wear every day for work. I just, I want to, I want to, cleanse is not the right word, but I guess it is. I just, I want to get rid of some things. A clearing out. How about that? Instead of a cleanse. Get rid of some of these clothes that I've worn a thousand times. Start fresh. Even if I gotta go to Walmart or Target and just buy like a generic few t-shirts and just go from there. I'm just really tired of the same things. Um, one of my really good friends got me a gift card to Target for my birthday. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some new pillows. Like, I'm tired of sleeping on the same, you know, pillows. I, I at least wash them weekly. Because there's nothing grosser than dirty, flat, nasty, sweat-filled pillows. I like my pillows fluffy and clean. But I thought, you know, maybe I'll splurge and get, like, some really nice pillows. And... You know, just get some generic t-shirts and stuff to wear. Some new socks. Get rid of all these, like, mismatched socks. And I went through a black sock phase. Because I didn't, I don't like, I don't separate my laundry when I do laundry. I don't have whites and light colors and darks. I just toss it all in there. Judge me. I don't care. You can judge me. Uh, poverty will cause you when you only have a certain amount of money to do a certain amount of loads everything goes in a wash you just wash everything on cold it's better for the environment anyway but anywho so I don't like wearing white socks because um, I, I like wearing white socks I don't like wearing socks White socks, because they get dirty so fast, because I don't usually like to wear shoes on the inside. I'm a strange, I'm a strange person. 
I love wearing. I like being barefoot, but I love the feel of socks, fluffy socks, right? I can't sleep with socks on because I kick them off because my feet get too hot. I don't like wearing socks, white socks, here because it's it's hardwood floors everywhere, um, and we have a cat. So that's why I stopped wearing dark socks because her cat hair or his cat hair, no matter how many times you sweep, just somehow it's just all collected on my black socks. Enough about socks. Anywho, I really like wearing fresh, brand new socks. They make me feel special, but it's hard to do. So I end up with a lot of mix match pairs because I just throw in a pair of socks just to have them on my feet. But I wanted to like just get rid of those and give them to Salvation Army or Goodwill or something, and just just start over. I guess that's what I really want to do. I want to start over. There's a quote that's been going around. It's like, it's never too late to start over because this time you're starting. Uh, with you're starting over with experience and it sounds deep and it sounds all well and good until you think about it that experience might not be a good thing like you know where you went wrong but that doesn't mean you know the right way to go like me moving home with my mom was a, I don't even say a reboot. Me moving home with my mom is this. You know when you're using your computer, like a PC, and you do something and all of a sudden your screen turns blue, and it goes to that, that scary, or not scary, but it goes to that blue screen, and it gets all real manufacturer, like basic, with the blue background and the white and it's talking about rebooting and restarting and you get scared like your computer just crashed that's what me moving home was for me I when I lived in Georgia and everything kind of started to go poopy I came home trying to just control alt delete and get off that blue screen of death Literally. Well, I've rebooted, but instead of things working out better now that I've rebooted, it put me back to the original factory settings. So it doesn't show any of the changes or any of the updates or upgrades I've made over the years it put me right back down to its basic factory settings and these four years even though it sounds like a really long time and at times it's felt like forever and if I really thought about it I'd probably cry but I don't think I've done enough in my four years here 
but in these four years is just like like the reboot took me to like Windows 95 and in these four years I'm I'm finally like Windows 98 (laughs) like I I'm I'm a few upgrades behind, like a bunch of upgrades behind. So I'm better than I was when I came back here, but I'm nowhere near, you know, I'm I'm nowhere near Windows 10. Nowhere near it. And that's what I want to do. And that's what I want to fix in these next few months, this winter, I guess. I want to upgrade. Like to stick with the computer analogy. You know when you like. When your internet starts running slow. Your computer starts running slow. And you start going through like. Your cookies. You delete all the cookies. And you, you go. You clear out your, your Google search. You clear out your. Your internet browsing history. You start going through your pictures and deleting pictures you got saved to free up space. And then you start going through your music downloads, cut some of that out. You know, you really didn't need to download Christina Aguilera's first album. You delete that off. That's where I am right now. Where I want to sit in my computer or sit with my life and just delete so things can run smoother because right now I don't have enough space I'm, I'm out of memory for things to run smoothly because the I saw the doctor I tried to squeeze a whole bunch of visits doctor's visits in at the end of August to kind of finish out my birthday month strong so I can go forward and um, I saw my GYN that was not fun Um, he put me on birth control which I start tomorrow Um, not for its intended purposes or not for its named purposes but for another reason uh, my primary doctor left the practice, so I had to see a PA, which I wasn't happy about. Um, she was nice enough to refill my meds for the next three months, so I don't have to see her for a while. And they did my blood work, and it was mostly great, except for my A1C, so I got to get that down. And she was like, are you taking your meds? Because it doesn't look like you've refilled them all. And I was like, really? Um, well, some of them I don't like to take and some I don't ever take. And she's like, I'm going to refill them all so you have them. Like, you, I know you don't want to take them, but you might want to start. And then, you know, if you get things under control, you can stop them. But you got to get things under control. These medications will help you do that. And I'm like, all right. So I got those. 
who else did I see? Oh, I had a mammogram that came back um, clear, fine, normal. I got new glasses so I can see better. I hadn't gotten new glasses since 2016. It's really strange the things that I had put off. Um, that I didn't need to. But it just kind of furthered this thing where I was, I'm not taking care of myself the way I should be. Hence, you know, the medications and all that other stuff. So, like I said, I'm trying to make a concerted effort. So I got new glasses, I got my medications, I got them all refilled, and I'm going to start them all tomorrow. I won't say cold turkey, but like take them all or start them all at the same time. And they should get me through Thanksgiving. I think she gave me a 90 day supply for most of them. But, um, yeah. I wanna, I wanna turn this around. I want my computer to run better. I don't think I can literally start over. Because I'm not, I'm not. When I think of starting over, I think of like, if you're in a race. And, you know. Those scenarios where, you know, you got to do this, this, and this, and if you don't, or if you, you know, miss something, and then you got to start from the start point all over again. That's what I think of when I hear someone say starting over. And once you've lived a bit of life and had experiences, you can't start over. There is no, I can't go back to day one. I can't go back to infant, newborn me. Because that's truly starting over. And I can't start fresh because everything that's happened to me or that I've done over these 41 years, it's, it's in me. It's a part of who I am. As much as I can't stand who he's become, one of Kanye's best lines slash chorus everything I'm not maybe everything I am like I can't erase all the stuff that I've been through because if I do that I'm not the person talking to you on this podcast I don't think I'd be here Honestly, I'm not supposed to be here anyway, if if it were up to 2014 me, but um, 2014, 2015, a little bit of 2016 me wouldn't be here talking. So when people say, you know, you can start fresh, you can start over, I take, I take, I don't want to say offense to that, but I, I, I don't like that because I I can't start over. I want to start over. I wish I could, but I can't. 
So instead of starting over, I guess I have to come up with a new phrase. Because it's not new beginnings. It's not beginning again. It's not starting fresh. It's... It's not even a reboot. I mean, I guess I guess that'd be the closest thing. Is a reboot. Or if we're gonna Beyonce it up and you know it's upgrade you. I'm trying to upgrade myself. I don't want to be Windows 95 or 98 or was it Windows 95, 98? What was after Windows 2000? Like I need, I don't know. My computer analogy is kind of stalled, but it's true. I do want to upgrade. I guess. I guess it's like this. I was always, I had a cell phone my sophomore year at college. My parents got me a cell phone. So it was 1998. Because um, I drove to college and my college was two hours and some change away. And I guess my parents had discussed it. It was like, we'll get her a phone, so if anything happens to her, she could call, so on and so forth. I wasn't that popular of a kid, so I didn't have to worry about, you know, tons of calls. Still not, actually. Um, it was nothing, you know, it was nothing to fans. It was 98, cell phone 98. My first, like, I don't know, three or four cell phones... They were nothing, you know, crazy. They were nothing fancy. I never had, like, the updated whatever. I think by the time the Motorola Razor came along, one of my friend's girlfriends, well, she eventually became my friend, but she was like, oh, I'm getting a new phone. Do you want to use this one and just transfer it to whatever? And I was like, uh, yes. So I took her phone. And I think by the time I got a a smartphone, oof, was that oh oh eight oh nine? No, twenty twenty ten twenty eleven. I can't remember, but it was like the basic of Androids, and then I think I finally got current by the time the Samsung 5S came along. That's why I felt special, because I was current on on the cell phones, but I still had a Samsung. So I had Android. And then I got the S7. And I was like, yeah. I love that phone. The phone was phenomenal. But somewhere somewhere along the line, I was like, I want an iPhone. And I I didn't think I had the heart to switch. 
because I've, I've been injured my entire life, adult life. I didn't have any Apple products. I had a I had an iPad or an iPod, which I still have. iPod Classic, two thousand six. <sighs> I love that thing. And I was an Apple person as a kid, but when it came to cell phones, you know, I was just a little bit out of my budget. But twenty, the end of twenty eighteen, I said, you know what, no. I want an iPad. Like, I have my little Samsung tab tablet, but eh, I want an iPad. I want to be like all the cool kids. I'm going to get an iPad. And I loved it. And I was like, this is pretty awesome. This is what having an iPhone is like, only bigger. So I said, forget it. I'm going to get an iPhone. And I remember I got an iPhone 2019, and my friends were like, why are you texting me from this blue bubble? And I was like, I got an iPhone. And they're like, shut up. You switched? And I was like, yeah, I got an iPhone. Like, no pomp and circumstance. No big fanfare. I just, I switched phones. I still have my Samsung. I never traded it back into Sprint. I probably should. It's a little old now. But I say all that to say. I upgraded. I changed. And I I love my phone. I love my iPad. I got an Apple Watch. The only thing I'm missing is AirPods, and I will never have them because me and my ears don't see eye to eye when it comes to stuff like that. I need cords. I need a little bit of a cord. It can be wireless so it doesn't plug into the device, but I can't. No, the way my ears are set up, so I'll never have AirPods. Maybe AirPod Pro. I'd have to take a look at those. But anywho. So I guess I can upgrade and switch. I guess that's also why I want a MacBook. To complete the the Apple uh, family. And be like all of the cool kids. But I want to upgrade my life. And I can't do any major upgrades. I can't, you know, I don't have enough money to move out of my mom's house yet. Nor the credit score. Um, It's better. It is uh, infinitely better than what it used to be. Oof. It was rough. It was ugly. But I just really need to upgrade. But in order for me to upgrade... Back to the computer analogy. I gotta clear out some space. So they can actually download the upgrade. So. uh, This holiday weekend. I'm gonna try to go through my clothes. Get rid of my clothes. Take a bunch of stuff to the. There's a, a women's shelter. That the church that I vote at. Collects clothes for. A women's shelter for abused women. Believe their abusers. So I'm going to take a bunch of stuff there. Um, I'm going to hopefully organize my books and make a list, like I was saying earlier, about 
putting them in the bullet journal so I can make a list so I can start that project. I really need to buy a new computer. I don't know if I could get the MacBook. That's like $700, even the refurbished pre-owned joints. I just, that's like two, I can get two PC laptops for that price. Or like three Chromebooks. I just, oof. But I know, I know it'll help me in the long run with the podcast and stuff. So, I may have to just break down and buy the MacBook. I don't know. That's another thing about me. I will impulse buy food. I will emotionally eat. I will have a bad day and just randomly roll to a restaurant and eat food, buy food. But if it's a big ticket purchase, and by pit, big ticket, I mean anything like over $40. <laughs> I will hem and haul and analyze and look it up online. And I will do, I will research the crap out of it for weeks. Analyzing it trying to justify it in my head and I think I talked about this on one of the episodes about my dad I think it stems from him not letting me get stuff when I was a kid so I always in the back of my mind I'm trying to justify it to him I guess in a sense it's weird I know therapy I know I know I know I know I need it but even if I could walk into Best Buy tomorrow and go, yeah, let me get that one. I would never do it because I can just hear my pops just, do you need a MacBook? Can't you just get a regular old computer? True. But I want a MacBook. I want to be like all the cool kids. Why not? I want to learn ProLogic and iMovie and all this other creative equipment. So back to Gone to November. So with all the coronavirus stuff, I'm not going nowhere. The fact that I saw my best friend, that was wonderful. And we had our masks on, and, you know, we socially distanced. And it was just the two of us. But I don't plan on going anywhere this fall. I, I wish I could. I wish people would act right, and we could, quote-unquote, go back to our normal lives. But I've... I've accepted the fact that I'm not going anywhere. And if I go anywhere, it's going to be me and another person to this glorious fantasy trip cabin in the woods idea that I have. I'm going to get my cabin in the woods vacation. 
because I need it. But other than that, I'm not going anywhere. And I want to use the I'm not going anywhere time to work on me. College football ain't going to be normal. Usually, college football season is my happy time. But it's not going to be the same this year. And I get it and I accept it. I'm not mad. I'm, you know, the conferences that canceled, I understand. The ones that didn't, I also understand. But it's not going to be a normal year. So getting up and sitting in front of the TV and flipping between eight different channels trying to catch a glimpse of each game and all these different conferences, that's not going to happen this year. And that's probably a good thing. So me losing an entire Saturday and Sunday to football is not going to happen. Okay, I've accepted it. What am I going to do with that time? There's still going to be NFL on Sundays. I haven't boycotted yet. I'm still a Bills fan. I still I still love football. I can't help it. Will they be able to get all the games in? Who knows? But I'm going to be there on Sundays watching from home. But Saturdays, that's opened up. Usually that's wings and snacks and cookies and chips and whatever else to get through the day. And that's not even counting the stuff when it gets really cold outside. So since that's not going to be normal, I can use that time. I use that time to upgrade myself. I use that time to work out. Go for walks. Uh, Like I said a few episodes ago, I bought a bunch of stuff to work out at home or not in a gym, even though I think the gyms have opened to 33% capacity. I won't find out for sure because I'm not stepping foot into them. Although I thought about it, though, because I'm like, you know, if I can find a sweet spot of time... Maybe I could catch it when there's not a lot of people in there. Especially with kids going back to school but not physically going back to school. And maybe things will be weird because parents got to be home with their kids. And maybe I could find like a little niche, a little pocket of time where there's not a ton of people. Maybe. Because I do miss lifting weights. Anywho. Things aren't going to be normal. The Rona then messed everything up. Why not use that to my advantage? Why not use this fall to be gone till November to hibernate or to cocoon myself? And then in six months or four months or New Year's or whatever, and maybe the country acts right and between flu season and COVID, they kind of maybe cancel each other out. 
and I can actually be social again. I can flourish as the beautiful butterfly that I've become. But I can't become the beautiful butterfly if I don't take this caterpillar self and cocoon it up. I need to cocoon it up this fall. I need to shed whatever I need to shed and I need to cocoon it up and surround myself with things that are going to enhance and build me into the beautiful butterfly that lies within, that lies within me. I'm a delicate flower, damn it. And I need the world to see it. Or you know what, scratch that. I need to see it for me. Because I think I'm a great person. I'm funny, I'm smart, I'm thoughtful, I'm caring. I don't think the rest of the world can see that. And that bothers me. And I don't think the rest of the world can see it because of every bad thing that's happened to me in my life. I don't have scars or burn marks or, you know, scuffed up knees or anything like that. Well, I mean, I have scars, but I don't have a glaring Omar from the wire, you know, scar through the most of my face that says I've been through some things. But you know what I do have? A hundred pounds of fat. That's my scar. That's my scar. And fortunately for me, it's a scar that can be removed. And I don't want it removed or surgically repaired. I want to put some vitamin E or some cocoa butter or whatever natural ailments or whatever ointments and such I can fix it with. And a part of that is, or a part of that, I think, is for me to cocoon, for me to get to shed some of this excess materialistic weight, so to speak. And strip it, bare bones. You know, I can't take it down to the studs per se, but, you know, take it down to the studs in a sense. And build it and renovate it and build it back. Build it in a way that fits. I watch a lot of HGTV, so... Just go with my renovation analogy, because that's all I watch. That and the Food Network. But I need to upgrade. I need to renovate my life. I need to, the, the current way 
I can live in it, I can exist in it. It functions. My body functions. I'm like the house, you know, the 70s built house that, you know, it works. Could it be better? Could we upgrade it? Could we put some some nice tile floors in the island and some granite countertops and some stainless steel appliances in here? Maybe knock down a few walls and open up the sight lines? That's what I need to do. And that's what I intend to do these next few months as I cocoon, as I renovate, as I tear down, as I hopefully upgrade myself. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to see 42, I'm not going to see 45, I'm for damn sure not going to see 65 doing, living how I'm living. Or, no, scratch that. Existing how I'm existing. Because I'm not living. I said this last episode. I'm not living. I'm existing. I'm surviving, so to speak. I'm doing just enough. Just enough. And as Aubrey Graham once said, I want to be better than good enough. What am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? If I fail, it won't be the first time. But if I succeed at this, if I really give myself the opportunity to succeed, my God, I set the whole world on fire. And that's, that's what I want to do. As always, we like to finish every episode with some quotes, quotes to reflect upon, quotes to inspire, quotes to motivate. This week, we have three quotes, and since this week's theme has been change and such, uh, that's what our quotes are going to be about. So the first quote is, you can't go back and change the beginning. But you can start where you are and change the ending. The next quote. Is. When it is time for something new. You will feel it. You will feel a desire to let go. To shed layers. To move. To recreate. You will know because there will be subtle shifts. All around you. You will release the old because you are really clearing the path for what's ahead. Trust this process. Know that life does not take from us anything unless there is something else eminently awaiting its replacement. And that quote is by Brianna Weist. And that pretty much sums up what I was talking about today. And the last quote. When it's time to make a change... The universe will make it so uncomfortable for you that you will have no choice but to leave. When you are not happy in a situation, don't stay in denial and try to make it work. The world has better plans for you, 
trust in the process and do your part by aligning yourself with the things you want. The rest will be history. When I tell you those last two quotes are perfect, remember at the beginning of the episode I said I've made some changes that I won't expound upon at the current moment. Well, that very last quote encapsulates that for me. And the second to last quote, that really summed up what I was talking about today. The shedding layers, the getting rid of the old to allow for something new. That's what I really need to focus on. And that's what this month is going to be for me. It's clearing out old things and putting in new every year around this time especially living in upstate New York the leaves change colors they go from a vibrant green to a red to a brown to a yellow depending on the type of tree and they shed trees lose their leaves before winter hopefully around here you never know though and the trees regain those leaves they grow back their leaves in the spring that's what I need to do shed the leaves to make it through a harsh winter and become beautiful again in the spring Change is hard. Change is inevitable if we allow it. And for the longest time, change has happened to me, but I haven't chosen to change for myself. And that ended, and that ends now. I am choosing to change. I'm not allowing events to happen to me. I'm choosing things that I want to occur. And that's the big difference. So remember to drink your water. Call your family and friends. Tell them that you love them. Please continue to wash your hands. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Use lotion when you use your sanitizer. This pandemic's not over, and I want to go outside again, but I don't trust it. But be kind to yourselves. It's rough out here, and everybody's mental health is not great. And I think we're all just one big... We're all taking time bombs in a sense. And I just want everybody to just be chill. Be kind to one another. It's hard out here. And we're not going to make it tearing each other apart. Whether that's on social media or in our personal lives. So 
Take care. Peace.